Vice President and our nation's first South Asian Vice President. What we're doing is, we're looking. How you doing, pal? Buzz off. So we're here at the State House. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Hot headlines. Headlines. Um, so Biden's already kind of put out what he's going to be doing these next couple months, or as soon as he gets into office, like raising the minimum wage to fifteen dollars. They're going to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. But the thing that sparked my interest is uh, Schumer says Biden can cancel the first fifty thousand in student debt via executive order. I saw that. It will do it in the first hundred days. I saw that. That's it. a pretty big thing for a lot of people in this country. Yeah, I also saw that he was talking about shutting down the country for six uh, six weeks. Yeah, I think four to six weeks. Four to six weeks, and he's saying that he's going to pay for all small business losses, all wage losses, pretty much paying to make sure that everyone maintains. Yeah. In order for the country to pick back up, which I completely agree. Like, shut it down, get it over with. So we can move on. Yeah, let's do it now while it's the dead of winter when we're all hibernating anyways and the PS5 just came out. Like, the, Exactly. You know, <laughs> instead of in the fucking middle of summer when everybody wants to be outside. Come I to find out that uh, this whole thing's funded by Sony. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me, honestly. Nothing I mean, nothing shocks me anymore. True. We talked about last week about the mink farms Yeah. from Denmark. Right. About how there's a new strain of COVID. Apparently, Fauci came out and said that that COVID strain won't necessarily be a problem for the vaccines that are supposed to come out. Mmm. Which is good to know because that could have fucked a lot of shit up. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting how they keep talking about Corona mutating, becoming something different. Like that, that kind of stuff scares me. Like, Bro, speaking of that, so there's a new movie coming out called Songbird. You hear about that? Uh, uh-uh. uh not the Michael Bay one, right? It is the Michael Bay one. Okay, I didn't see the trailer, but I saw that he was making one based on the pandemic. Bro, shit sounds fucking ridiculous. Like it sounds kind of scary. Yeah. So it's um the pandemic doesn't stop and the movie takes place in 2024 and it's like a complete dystopia. Oh god. Like it's like crazy. Look at Eli dystopia? Yeah, and the COVID strand at the time is COVID-23. That's what made me think about it because of how it keeps mutating whatever. Yeah. So it's like this crazy uh, mutated version of it and bro, shit sounds crazy. There's like one guy who is immune to it somehow by his genetics or some shit. And he's trying to save this one girl that he falls in love with. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Always a chick. <laughs> but we also talked about... Bro, save yourself. <laughs> I know, right? We also talked about predictive programming. Yep. This shit might be part of that shit, bro. It's it's creepy, man. Yeah. I wonder what Michael Bay is going to do with that. Like, his signature is, like, blowing shit up. So, <laughs> I wonder what he's going to blow up at this one. People. Yeah. Um, staying on COVID, uh, 20% of co- recovering COVID-19 patients develop mental illness within the first 90 days. Hmm. I also saw another lady claim that her child had COVID early in the year. Now he's losing his teeth with no explanation. Wow. So I've seen a lot of people say, oh, you know, we could just catch it and beat it and then we'll be good. We'll have the antibodies and stuff. But again, there's not a whole bunch of research about what happens after COVID since it hasn't been around so long. And now we're seeing like 20% of people recovering and mental illness. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. Is it like depression type mental illness? Um, it said reacher, or researchers found first time diagno- an increased first time diagnosis of anxiety, depression, and insomnia by twofold. And researchers also found significantly higher risks of dementia. Hmm. I wonder if all that has to do with just a lack of sleep. Like, for example, you're uncomfortable, so you get the insomnia. The insomnia leads to depression. Depression and insomnia mix leads to dementia. Right. Yeah, it could be a lot of factors. Either way, it's fucked up. 
You know, I also saw the military is debating whether they will allow people who've had COVID-19 to join the military in the future. Oh, that's kind of a big thing right there. Yeah, if the, if the, I mean, the Navy, if the Army, well, I mean, any military branch is coming out and saying that they're not taking people because they have COVID. That should tell you that COVID is probably a lot worse than they're letting on. Like, keyword, had COVID. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, I want to know what they know. Yeah. Um, gun stocks tumble after vaccines gets kind of like an upbeat momentum, which is good. That's good, yeah. And I, I, th- I think people are starting to finally settle in that the violence that we thought might happen after the election it is not happening the, the way we thought it was going to. Yeah, I would never call anybody pussy, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in, I'm doing the Homer fading into the bush right yeah. now. A uh, new dating website exclusively for Kanye West fans is coming soon. Hmm. Might have to be the first one on there. Interesting. I want to know what it's about. Maybe you have to pick like your favorite song from your favorite album and your favorite pair of Yeezys. It's all just about saying how genius he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is pretty crazy, though. A whole Kanye-centric dating app. Yeah. Is it going to be for Christians or is it going to be for everybody? See, there are so many questions. It just sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm curious. If you do get on it, let me know. Yeah, I might have to check it out just to see how it is. I don't know if I'd want to fuck with the girl that's on that app. It depends on which Kanye we're talking about. If we're talking about like pre-Yeezus, maybe. <laughs> Post-Yeezus, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of designers, uh, designer Arnold Putra is selling ethically sourced human child spine bags. Oh my god, dude. These people are psychotic. My first question is, how is this ethically sourced? Yeah. Um, apparently it said that he goes to these indigenous tribes and pays them fairly for the bones. Does he determine that market value or who's Because fairly to him might be not, I mean, it might be fairly to them considering where they are in proximity, but in the average market, that, that, that's probably not a fair price. That is a good question, but I feel like the bigger question <laughs> is why design a bag with human bones, yep. one, two, kid bones? Yep. Like what? That are from indigenous tribes too that probably, you know, partake in some very spiritual stuff. Yeah. And now you're reselling that. Blasphemous shit. Sounds bro. like that guy might have some juju on him. Bro, that's fucking weird, man. Yeah. That's crazy. I wonder yeah. who buys that. I mean, I, there's probably a whole market for that shit. There's probably, it's rich people with no fucking nothing when, to do. Yeah, they have nothing else better to buy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ticketmaster will require COVID 19 vaccination test when concerts resume. Bro, we're going to have to wear bracelets. Yeah, this is with barcodes on them. That's the only way we're going to be accepted into places. Well, isn't that kind of what they're doing in other countries where they like, you have to wear like a thing and they scan it and they take like your forehead temperature. It was on the movie Contagion or Contagious, whatever. Mm-hmm. I never watched that. And um, part of the movie that we were just talking about, the Michael Bay movie that's yeah. coming out, Songbird or whatever. Um, it's in that too. Okay. Predictive programming. Yeah. Interesting. Would you uh, go to a concert? I mean, obviously not right now because fucking cases are skyrocketing. But if they did require everybody to do that, would you be inclined to go to one? Yeah, sure. Even, At that if, point, even if Corona was still active? If Corona was active and everyone was required to have a vaccine in this particular venue. Okay. I don't know, man. That's... Yeah, I don't know. Would you? Yeah. I don't know, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, there are some artists I really want to see, but I don't know if risking my health is worth going to see that artist. Yeah, I agree with you. It's going to be a weird time. I really hope that we can just shut down for, you know, a month, a month and a half. I'm cool with shutting down. I mean, I am too, but I know there's a lot of people that might feel that they're not going to be okay during that time. Yeah. Especially during these months. Like, there's already a seasonal depression with these months and then going into that. Yeah. But we have to. I mean, at this point, I think we have to. With the cases rising the way they are, with people 
not adhering to any of the rules anymore. Trump's basically given up on the virus in America. I feel like he just, besides fighting the voting thing, he just kind of said, fuck off. Yeah. Speaking of that, do you see all of pretty much like all of his attorneys that are fighting for the recounts and stuff are kind of like bailing out now? Yeah. Well, like, and they can't, a lot of them, like the judges have been asking, like, do you have proof that there's been voter fraud? And they have to say no, because then they'd be perjurer perjurizing themselves i don't know if that's a word committing perjury committing perjury yeah and then they would lose their license yeah they get disbarred mm-hmm. yeah and yeah it's just this whole stuff is crazy i don't trump i don't know man <laughs> i just i just don't yeah uh did you see the weekend's gonna perform at the super bowl halftime i did see that you know he's gonna do like his pop super pop hits i know he's not gonna get up there and do glass table girls like no. or the zone that'd be pretty tight if him and drake could reunite on the super bowl stage but i don't think that song's very uh Super Bowl appropriate. The Zone is easily my favorite weekend song. Yeah, I think so too. Party Next Door's Savage Anthem is equivalent to The Zone to me. Yeah, Savage Anthem is great. Oh yeah. Shit is great. Um, Yeah, just expect him to do fucking like Blinding Lights, which I don't, hey man, I'm not even mad at. I mean, that's a huge look for the weekend. Mm-hmm. What was it? Heartbreak? Heart? Oh, Heartless? Heartless. Yeah, that'd be dope. He's gonna play that for sure. And he's gonna do song. the Fifty Shades of Grey song. Yeah. Yeah. That's He'll probably come out to that. Yeah. I can see him coming out to that. Start slow and fast. Or Blinding Lights. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, man. I'm excited, though. That's one of the... This is a performer I'm actually looking forward to this year. Usually, I don't really care for him. That's true. Did you see that um, there was a Trump supporter that voted twice for Trump in the 2016 election, and then she was on probation for four years? (laughs) She comes out and she admits it, that she did it. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I did it. I got in trouble. I'm on probation. I can't vote again. Um, But I just think it's really funny how the hypocrisy is so real. And... I see it like this. The Trump supporters are saying all these things like uh, the Democrats are double voting. They're cheating. Um, there's fraud with the voting. Whatever the fuck it is. And uh-huh. I feel like it's because they're doing it. Clearly, this lady did it. Right. And it's like, like you know, like in a relationship, like where someone just accuses someone of cheating all the time. Yeah. Come to find out they're cheating. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's projection. Yeah, exactly. That's really what it comes down to. That's right. what it is. Yeah. And it's, it's happening more and more every day. We'll get into this more later, but it's just like <laughs> the things that they're still defending just blow my mind. Yeah. Uh, but going off that Trump stuff, too. Did you see that anybody that donates under 8K to Trump's election defense, it goes to the president? Hmm. Bro, he's scamming these people to pay off his debts. Yeah. And they're like cheering for it. Yeah. It's wild. Like, yeah, give Trump more money. Yeah. It's weird. Anyone even put the three million up to fight? Uh, I think it was Minnesota one of those states that he was planning maybe wisconsin he was gonna fight and they told him it's three million dollars to do a recount he said yeah i'm good <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy pretty dope the marwins hired i'm gonna say this name, woman's last name very wrong but kim ng how do you spell it say mg in like a i don't know we're just gonna literally say literally the letters ng ng as the general manager she's the first female gm in mlb history and i think also the first asian bro so you said the marlins i wasn't thinking the mlb team i don't know why i was thinking marlin wayans <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I was thinking, like the Marlins, like oh yeah, the Marlins, they they hired little like yeah. <laughs> the Marlins just out here hiring great Asian women. Yeah, I think that's really cool though. That's gonna piss a lot of uh, white baseball fans off though. I think. Well, Which, plug them. Yep, great. Um, another super progressive thing of the 500 plus people on Biden's transition team announced this week, more than half are women, and black men and women are leading more than one quarter of the teams. Good. It's pretty cool. That is cool. Let's get some diversity in there. Uh, another progressive thing, the UAE, which is like Dubai and shit, yeah. uh, takes step towards modernization by decriminalizing alcohol and suicide, which I did not know suicide was illegal. Yeah, or drinking. I guess alcohol is illegal yeah. in the Middle East for sure. But isn't like weed illegal in the Middle East and stuff too? I think drugs in general. Yeah, because remember DJ Esco, he got locked mm-hmm. up for I think having some weed on him or something. Something like that. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, suicide's illegal. Like, is it illegal out here? 
I don't know. Which, okay, even if it is illegal, like, how do you punish that? I think it's if, like, you attempt suicide and it doesn't go through, then you give them jail time. Oh, uh, that's one way to help these people? Yeah, that, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, did you see that there's a global black market for negative COVID-19 test results? That's funny, bro. I believe it. Oh, yeah. So you guys are getting negative test results so you can go smoke hookah and drink well drinks? Yeah. <laughs> so going back to that concert question you asked? Yeah, ooh, no, I'm good. Watch 25% of the crowd just have black market bracelets on. <laughs> yeah, and the, judging on the concerts that I go to... 25% <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's everything I had. Oh, and fuck Rand Paul. He's out here claiming that 11 million people in our country are immune to COVID-19. He's also the same guy that held up an anti-lynching bill earlier this year. He's yeah. also the same guy that got beat up by his neighbor. Hopefully his neighbor spins a block again. And uh, I do wonder if there are people that are immune to COVID. I mean, it's a possibility. I'm just, just claiming 11 million people are. I don't think... Well, I heard that I think it's blood type O has like a very oh, strong resistance. Yeah. I can see there being 11 million people with it. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not defending him. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. I'm just curious myself. Rand Paul's just been, he's been saying a lot of things for a long time, so his credibility is kind of shot. So has the reaction from both sides, Democrat and Republican, uh, surprised you in any ways? And do you think that people who once believed a certain way may have changed their bias? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, I do think that maybe some people are changing their opinion on what's going on, but I think the hardcore Trumpers are going to stay hardcore Trumpers. I think that they've been so manipulated that no matter what Trump says, they're just going to follow along with it. But I also think that that's because they, and funny enough, because Trump can't do it, or ironically enough, they can't concede the loss. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're more worried about the fact that they put so much into this guy and put risk so much of their reputation on this guy, if only for him to lose. I think that that's a huge part of it. I think also Trump is a very ego-driven person, 100%. and I think he attracts those people. It's really hard to check your ego if you're just so balls-deep in ego. Yep. You can't go against what you've been thinking at that point. Yeah. Like, that's your world. You created a world, right. and now you're, you're shattering it. You know what I mean? And you've stayed so close to that perception of yourself by aligning with his values. It's hard to break from that now. Like, people can't... Like, we talked about this last week. It's hard to see people in a different light now that have been hardcore Trump supporters and then expect them to just change overnight because a lot of the things that Trump runs on and the the things that Trump inspires are things that can't just be fixed overnight. Mm -hmm. You can't just decide one day to not be racist anymore or decide one day to not be misogynistic anymore. I agree with that 100%. The people that aren't the hardcore Trump supporters, but they're Republican, do you think that this whole situation, now that Biden has won the election and you see all these videos of people just showing a sigh of relief, like do you think that these Republican voters or kind of being like, damn, I should have just voted for the other side because like me aligning myself with just Republicans and disregarding the message, I completely overlooked the message on the other side. And now I see people's reactions of being more relieved. I should have voted that to begin with. Yeah. I could definitely see people like that too, that are just like, hey, maybe I wasn't looking at this from a whole grand scope of things. I was only seeing just my little scope of it or the scope that was being given by the Republican party or by Trump. Cause everything that Trump runs off of is hate against other people. So it's hard to see the other side of something when people are constantly making you try to hate that other side. Like, okay, if I hate these people, why am I even trying to see where they're coming from? Mm-hmm. And that's on both sides too. Cause Democrats do it too, to the Republicans. They can't see the Republican side of things on, on things too. For sure. For sure. I do think it's very interesting though, that we're seeing, major players that supported Trump previously that they're backing up. Mm -hmm. 
like major news outlets. Yeah. I think that is very interesting, man. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's really just taking a step back because they don't want their brand to be tainted, I guess. Which if you're considering certain news brands, they already have been tainted enough to where even if you got rid of the top players that are huge Trump supporters, mm-hmm. you you can't get that stench off of you. But it's almost like they're like, okay, we need a rebrand and we have to start at some point. Like right. there has to be a starting point. So they just choose to do it now. Yeah. And hopefully that people will forget. Watch, um, watch Fox News be like a hella democratic leaning news company in 2024. I mean, they're already talking about Trump possibly starting his own news network and taking Hannity and Laura Ingram and, uh, Tucker Carlson with him to start his own thing. So, I mean, maybe if they get rid of those guys, I don't really know too much of, I don't watch Fox News particularly. I, I'll catch it every once in a while just to see what they're talking about on there. But it seems like those people are the ones that are most, the, the biggest Trumpers on there. So maybe getting rid of them might change the perception of Fox. But I do mm-hmm. think Fox is kind of stained with Trump, at least for the time being. Maybe in like a decade they can rebrand. But right now, you smell too strongly of Trump. Yeah. I wonder what his, if Trump created his own media company, what the overall message would be. Hate. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. hating what though? Um, just liberals? Yeah, I don't know. I think it would just be maybe be, maybe be like a, um, maybe be a, um, uh, I think he would focus it mostly on just spewing his conspiracies and just undermining as much of the government as possible to make people believe that the government, I mean, people already do believe that the government's against them, but to make them even believe that it's more against them so he can undermine it and create a bigger base. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he's not necessarily the run one running next time. Maybe it's a family member or somebody that has the same values as Trump where he has his own news network. Now he can just pump as much as he wants into this person. Mm. So it's like a, it could be potentially a branch of control. Yeah. That's really interesting. I think there's going to be a lot of weird things that are going to come out after Trump. I'm not going to lie though. Trump podcast might be interesting. I would listen. Yeah. I would listen just to gauge the other side. Like I do that now. Like I follow Breitbart on Instagram Mm -hmm. and it's funny because we talked about like, if you base uh, a person off of their likes, that doesn't necessarily mean who they are. Yeah. Because I do like to generally see what the other side is talking about just to see like, how far off is my image of them? Yep. For the record, it's not far off. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still. That's cute a little bit. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think the same thing. I mean, even like when Trump was doing all of his pressers leading up to the election, even though I knew I, there's nothing that I could watch in that that would make me change my mind on Trump at all, I still watched it to be informed because I do want to know if the things that they're saying on CNN or MSNBC or any of these news networks are actually what is going on with Trump. Are they spinning it because they hate him too? Mm-hmm. Like I want to, I want to get down to the great truth. And then, you know, most times it's, it's valid, but sometimes it is a spin by these media companies to make him look even worse. But yeah, most of the times he does it to himself. Yeah. That's media for you. So, but yeah, like I do see people though. I think this is weird that now that the election is over, I saw a lot of people celebrating that haven't been, haven't said one peep about the election in the last four years. It's what almost like, like saying, oh my God, Biden won. Yeah, thank God. Like Biden, all this stuff. But it's like. What are you talking about? Like um, celebrities? Like TV no, just people? people in general. Okay. Like just they're, everybody's celebrating this election, but it's like, have you had anything to say the last four years about anything going on? Like mm-hmm. you can't just be, uh, you can't just decide to hop on right as it's winning just because now you know that Biden is going to win for sure. Mm-hmm. But if you really cared that much about him winning, you would have been out here saying stuff or doing things to encourage people to vote. So that we can make that an actual possibility. Almost like um, I want to wear the winner's jerseys without playing any games. Yeah. Or without even cheering the team on the entire time. Like Yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. 
Even yeah. lower than that. Yeah, you didn't even cheer. That's real. Uh, yeah, it's crazy to me. Also, on the flip side of that, too, that a lot of people that I saw being very vocal for Trump have been really quiet lately. Mm-hmm. Really, really quiet. I and I'm not talking true. about, like, the hardcore Trumpers. Like, those people are always going to continue what, spewing whatever. But the, some of the more moderate Trump people that I know like Trump for certain things or will speak um, in favor of him, dead silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked uh, off mic kind of about the QN on people. Yeah. And I really just want to see how this plays out because they really thought that Trump was going to run another term and he was going to, you know, lock Hillary up. He was going to crash all these pedophile rings. Um, him and JFK Jr. were just going to fucking <laughs> run the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And none we of that's... Drain the swamp. Yeah, none of that's happened. Well, okay. Even like the JFK Jr. shit, like that didn't happen last week. Yeah. Shit. I was looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, but the Hillary shit and the pedophile shit, like you've been, a, you've been a president for four years. Right. When was that going to happen? Why do these people believe you were going to do this shit if you haven't even done it in the four years? Right. Like, why does it need to be the next term? And if he did get a next term and he didn't do it in those four years, what would these people think? I don't know, man. Oh, he needs his third term. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> like what? Well, it's like the make America great again thing. He's been saying that for how long and it's like. Okay, you've been in office for four years. Shouldn't you already made America great again? Like, this is the America that we're in right now is a direct result of the decisions you've made. Yeah. Like, the things that you've caused. That's why I hate when he's like, oh, this is what Joe Biden's America is going to be. Dude, this is your America. Literally. Like, he's been acting as if Biden's been president for the last four years. Like, no, dude, you have. Mm-hmm. He acts like he just got elected. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, for his first term, like, he acts like he literally just got elected, like, six months ago. And he has to <laughs> defend himself. It's wild. It's wild times, man. Yeah. Um, but the thing about this, too, with the election is just because Joe Biden has won does not mean that we've all won just yet. Yes, we got Trump out of there, but now it's time to make sure that the people that we did elect were putting the press on them to make the decisions for the greater good. Because it's not just enough to just get the person replaced. Now we got to have their replacement actually doing the things that they said they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Or next time vote. That's The American people have to take their power back in the voting process. Like, we just showed Trump that... You, you can be beat. That, that should show any way they could, they could be beat. If you're not going to give us the things that we need to survive and the things that we need to function, then you can get voted out too. Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, I don't care. Yeah, that's true. Put your money where your mouth is. Not even money. Put your actions where your mouth is. Yep. Yeah, so I think I sent you a couple days ago. Um, there was a report that came out that James Harden uh, was blaming Austin Rivers for a free throw because he like came in his field division. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about... <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> dude, I don't really like Austin Rivers, but that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, like, was, bro, you made me miss because you were there. <laughs> yeah, your, pre- your presence made me miss. Uh, but I was thinking about what makes a good leader mm-hmm. because it seems that James Harden has had... At, at first, I thought it might have been the other players that he was being teamed up with, but now it seems to be that James Harden is the one factor in all of these. Like, now Westbrook apparently wants out. Um, Chris Paul wanted out, but or Mello wanted out, but it's all like they these guys all got demonized as bad players, but nobody's looking at James Harden like that. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about, like, what makes a good leader? Because you would think that – I think a lot of people confuse the term like, or have, like, the star player is the leader, even though they might not necessarily have the qualities of a leader. They're just expected to be the leader because they're the star player. Yeah, I could see that. I, I think anybody has the potential to be a leader, but that does not necessarily mean you're going to be an effective one. Right. And in, uh, I'm said Biden, in Harden's case, he just might not be an effective leader. Like, he is an amazing athlete. He's a leader by that standard, for sure. Like, he can push his team. But if you're, like, a bad communicator, and when I say a bad communicator, I mean, like, not conveying your ideas or, like, belittling people. Um, 
undermining authority, whatever the case is. Not like respecting like everybody's opinion on yeah, the team. Like, like that's not an effective leader. Right. So, yeah, I mean, just because he's a star player doesn't mean shit. It really doesn't. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people expect those players to be the leaders anyways. But you always hear that the leaders in these locker rooms are usually people that are, like, hardened vets. Like, for example, like, uh, Udonis Haslam with the Heat. Like, there's these people that they're not, they might not be the star player, but they command the respect. And I think that sometimes people think that just because they're a star, they command a certain level of respect from everybody. But it's like, if you're not being an effective leader and you're not doing what's best for the team, you're not going to get that respect from your teammates. And then you keep seeing these things where people want out at the end of the season. So, like, it, you got to be willing to make sacrifices on the, for the benefit of the team. And I think that people, some people have the perception of being that leader, but they're really not. Like, I do think that the people can evolve and become leaders, but I don't think that not everybody is meant to be one, even if you're some mega star. Yeah, I think um, kind of what you just said, there's a key part in there about your actions are for the greater good. Right. Like, that's huge. And I feel like that's really hard, especially in an ego-driven job. Right. It's really hard to put the needs of other people first if that means kind of prohibiting your your image, I guess. Yeah. Which it's almost like a backward step where it's like, if I can benefit everybody else in the long run, it is going to benefit me. But a lot of people don't really see the long game and they want the immediate um, benefit of whatever the case is. Most definitely. It's also hard with like, in, and I'm not just trying to make this about Harden because this is a lot of players in the league, but he's the one in the news now, but... Like with him and um, Westbrook, right? We know Westbrook and Harden are two alphas, but alpha doesn't necessarily mean leader. It just means that you have a dominant personality, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can lead. That's true. This translates to pretty much any field. Like it doesn't have to be sports. Yeah, we're just, yeah, this is just using sports as an example. But do you think leaders are born or do you think that they're created? Like, do you think that people are just naturally born leaders? I think that there's like ingredients in you that you naturally come with, yeah. Mm hmm. Like Sometimes, charisma. yeah, I mean, whatever it is, like, you don't necessar necessarily have to be a charismatic person to be a leader. Right. But there's, like, certain things that people have. Maybe some people have to bring it out of other people. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think... Um, I don't think everybody can be a leader. I do think, though, that I think too many people focus on being a winning player, but what good is a winning player on a losing team? Yeah. Like, I'd rather be a support role player on a team that keeps winning championships. Like, I don't want to be a star player putting up 70 on a team that's going nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think it's also a mentality thing, too. Like, look at Jimmy Butler is a good example. Like, he spent years, and that might be the same thing with James Harden. Maybe he just doesn't mesh well with the players that he's been given. Like, Jimmy, for so many years, has been seen as, like, the... I don't like know, like rogue. bad teammate, rogue person, always picking on the younger players until he found younger players that believed and bought into his system. Mm -hmm. But that's the same thing, though, is as a leader, you have to be able to make people buy into your system and believe that what you're doing is for the best of the team. And I think like in Harden's case, people might not be buying into that because it does seem a lot like it's everything is for him. You know, like they're building the mm -hmm. team for him instead of building the team for a championship. Yeah. Yep. I think a selfish aspect, like people can smell selfish. Yep. And that's automatically going to be a deterrent when it comes to if people want to follow your leadership or not. Yeah. Like for Trump, for example, I smell selfish all over that shit. I'm not a part of that. Because I don't even think Trump is a good leader. I think he's a good communicator. I think he knows how to communicate to the people he's communicating to. That part. Yeah. I don't think he's a good communicator at all. Yeah, no, but I mean, like... It blows my mind why people even follow his shit, but whatever. But it's it's about being manipulated. Like, you know, if you can get people to believe in even just the smallest of things, you can manipulate them as a whole. Like, he made them believe that the news was fake just a little bit. So now they're buying more into his conspiracy things and the things he's saying because he made them believe a little bit of something already. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It only takes a little bit. You're right. 
Yep. Uh, I did see a funny thing out of this, though. They are now, the Rockets are considering treating Russell Westbrook for Paul George. Yeah, interesting. I was like, what do you guys keep doing? Like, yeah. Okay, so this is funny, though. So does Kawhi hate Paul George and wants Paul George out of there? And maybe Harden hates Westbrook and wants Westbrook out of there? Hmm. Like, that's interesting. Maybe they were meant to be, they were meant to be switched this whole time. They just got put on different teams. Yeah, Kawhi and Westbrook would be wild, bro. Dude, that's a lot of... I don't know. That might actually work better than him and Paul George. I thought him and Paul George would be good because of the defense, but... I can see it being a good combo. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm excited, though. You know the new season's starting in, like, a couple weeks now? Oh, really? It's starting on Christmas Day. Really? Yeah. Dang, they got this whole schedule all fucked up. Which I have a conspiracy theory about that, too, that maybe because... Remember when um, basketball was going on in the summertime? It was competing with football and baseball and all these things that were all on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now that there's nothing, we're going to be in the dead of winter. There's Football is going to be on the, the downslope, especially now with COVID hitting it so hard. And baseball is done. Maybe basketball rush getting back because there's a time slot to fill now. Probably. I mean, I could see that. It's definitely probably a money thing. Yeah. Always money, bro. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But I will also say, too, that Harder might get a bad reputation, but a, a leader also is not necessarily the... Uh, the most liked person either. I mean, Jordan was kind of not really liked by his teammates. Kobe wasn't really liked by his teammates. But sometimes you have to be like that. Maybe it's not just about people liking you, but it's about people respecting you too. Just like parents. Yeah. Like you get into it with your parents all the time, but they're still leading your family on a daily basis. You know That's what I mean? Like you don't necessarily, like you said, you don't necessarily have to like the motherfucker, but I mean, a good leader still has the... Um, it's always for the best interest. Yeah, for sure. There you go. Best interest. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens this next season with the NBA, but it looks like the Rockets are on, uh, they're on a fire cell right now. We're going to trade everybody. Yeah. Conspiracy talk. Um, this week we're talking about Bigfoot. Do we call him Bigfoot or Sasquatch? I don't want to get, like, ran up on at a 7-Eleven by one of them for calling him all day. Speaking of that, there's a lot of names to this motherfucker. So, yeah. there's uh, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Skunk Ape. I didn't see that one. Swamp Cabbage Man, Swamp Ape, Stink Ape, Florida Bigfoot, Louisiana Bigfoot, Mayaka Ape, Swamp Squatch, Mayaka Skunk Ape. I wonder if there's, what's the difference between a Florida Sasquatch and a Louisiana, Louisiana Bigfoot? One, one of them eats gumbo and the other eats, uh... The other one eats people's faces off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little funny. Oh, man. Uh, also, Yeti was another one that I saw pop up. Yeah, Yeti. Um, and Abominable Snowman. Yes. Yeah, different cultures, I guess, have different names for them, but... Which makes sense if they're in different climates. Right. Uh, I did see that the most known places for sightings were obviously the PNW, PNW, mm-hmm. PNW. Uh, Ohio River Valley was another popular one, Central Florida, and the Sierra Nevadas. Mm. Uh, Canada also has a big sighting location as well. That makes sense. Yeah, so we live in Washington State. Mm-hmm. There has been 2,038 sightings. That's crazy. In Washington State. That's a lot of fucking sightings. Especially for something to not exist. Yeah. That's a lot of sightings, bro. Yeah. So, there's been a lot of misidentifications over the years of what could be Bigfoot. In 2007, the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization put forward some photos which they claimed showed a juvenile Bigfoot. However, the photos came back and the Pennsylvania Game Commission said that they were just uh, photos of a bear with mange. Interesting. Yeah. Go off that, too. There was a guy in Oregon named Peter Byrne who went and searched for Bigfoot in, for decades. He claims to have found a hair sample and even sent the sample to the FBI, which later concluded that it was deer hair. But his fascination started when his dad would read him stories about the Yeti and the Abominable Snowman, and he started looking for the Yeti in 1946 as a part of the British Royal Air Force in Bombay, India. He claims in his 50 years of looking for Bigfoot, he's only found two to three sets of footprints, 
and one of them was apparently 15,000 feet up in the Himalayas. Wait, bro, you spent 50 years and you only found three tracks? Yeah. Like, get that shit up, Yeah, you need, to, you need to call that one off, player. Yeah. Um, some people believe that Bigfoot could be a relic population of Gigantopithecus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the only problem, though, is that all Gigantopithecus fossils were found in Asia, but... According to some people, many species of animals migrated across the Bering Land Bridge, which is Alaska to Asia. Yeah. And uh, only happens in the wintertime. And they suggest that Gigantopithecus might have done so as well. Mm, interesting. Mm -hmm. So they, they believe that these, so that this species is still existent, but there's not a lot of them and they're just randomly spread out through everywhere? Yeah. They claim that this is a species that might have been extinct. Okay. And if it's not extinct, that there's only a few left because... They've only found bones of this specific species in Asia. But that would also explain why they would be in the PNW and in the Himalayas. If they come from, uh, where is the Himalayas, actually? I want to say it's in India, isn't it? Yeah, India. If there were sightings of yetis in the Himalayas, they ended up migrating north to northern Asia, crossing the Barren's, uh, Barren Land Bridge. Mm -hmm. They would go up to Alaska and come back down through Alaska or through Canada to the PNW. So that, that kind sense. of makes a sense, or <laughs> kind of makes sense, kind of makes sense of a migration path. Yeah. How the fuck did they get to Florida? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. Very progressive, gigantic. Ganthopithecus is what those ones are. <laughs> I actually had a coworker a couple years ago that was a huge Sasquatch nut. And like when he had first told us that he was into this stuff, we thought maybe, okay, he believes it, right? Mm -hmm. Now this guy would go on like to full on like uh, conferences where he would meet other Squatchers and they would have these <laughs> conversations and he would like try and show us videos to make us believe what he was saying. And it was like, I mean, it was pretty nutty, but I mean, the same way we think about conspiracies, I mean, believe what you want to believe, but it was kind of crazy. I've seen stickers on the back of people's cars saying, I believe, yeah. and it was pictures of Sasquatch next on. I think he actually had one of those. He had this little, uh, like Volkswagen GTI. Mm. Of course. And he was from Florida, ironically enough. Classic Sasquatch vehicle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Volkswagen GTI. <laughs> oh, man, that should be a good commercial. They should make a commercial out of that. They should. Like, want, want a car to go squash hunted? Um, some people think that it's an extinct hominid, like a gorilla-like animal. Yeah. Um, some suggest Neanderthal, Homo erectus, but uh, no remains of any of these species have ever been found in the Americas. Okay. So it's kind of hard to place it as that. Yeah. Interesting. I did see, wasn't there a movie that sparked a lot of this uh, speculation, like in the 60s or something? Somebody had like a home movie. Yeah. Speaking of that, so there's been a lot of hoaxes. Yeah. Um, some people claim to have videos or DNA or even bodies of Bigfoots that they've hunted, but yet, uh, none of these have actually been seen. Interesting. Yeah. So you can't really say that you got something if you don't got nothing. Yeah. And also, it sounds wild dangerous to go Bigfoot hunting. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, in 2013, ZooBank, the non-governmental organization that generally, that is generally accepted by zoologists to assign species names, approved the registration request for the species name Hobo sapiens cognatus to be used for the reputed hominid more formally known as Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Cognatus is the Latin term meaning related by blood. Okay. This is only the first step in scientific recognition of the species. The following steps will be to secure a DNA sample. Okay. So the chances of the next step happening is very yeah. slim. <laughs> it's so interesting. So if they haven't been able to find or provide any proof of these people for so many years, what makes them think that they're going to all of a sudden find a DNA sample? I mean, it's 2020, so wow, this shit could happen. But. That's true. Uh, you're talking about the 1960s film? Yeah, I think that's what, that's what it was. Yeah, so it's arguably the most famous and influential Bigfoot footage, and it was in 1967, shot by Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin in Northern California. 
The Bigfoot Walk, it depicts as being parodied by many, but never truly replicated. Even with the enhanced image, it's still hard to tell if it's a person in a gorilla suit or the real deal. Yeah, I did see that somebody, a man came out and claimed that he was in a gorilla suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like on his deathbed. Yeah. Yeah. These people love confessing these things on their deathbed. I don't know. <laughs> You're talking about all the organizations. There's quite a are, few, yeah. Yeah, there is. Um, the oldest and largest is Bigfoot Field Researchers, and they provide a database for individuals and other organizations to pretty much input if you've seen anything. And it is investigated by researchers to determine its credibility. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> I wonder how many of them they actually throw out and how many they keep. It's like, okay, this is just some BS, but what? how much of it, like what percentage of that is That's you a good think question. it's actually real? Yeah. I did see, uh, I forgot who it was, maybe the guy that started that organization that you were just talking about, but he was talking about how most squatchers become that way because they at first they start believing and then they start researching and then it makes them be- want to become researchers of this. Mm. It's like, interesting. Mm. I was like, I don't think that there's too much evidence out there that make me want to dive anywhere deeper than this. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I don't even want to camp. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not very big on camping. It's cool every once in a while. Yeah, what is your uh, your conclusion to this? Uh, well, I brought up earlier that guy, uh, Peter Byrne. He was talking about how his dad used to read him stories about the Yeti and Abominable Snowman. Mm-hmm. I think maybe this was like, a, we had talked about this on a previous podcast about, you know, the sky being on fire and how people might have seen that back in the olden days and perceived that to be some like supernatural event yeah so maybe back in the day they just saw some crazy shit thought it was this yeti or whatever and then this has just been folklore that's been passed on and passed on and people think that they see this thing instead of like coming up with a logical answer for it yeah also i heard like on joe rogan's podcast they talk about this well they used to talk about it all the time but who's to say that there isn't like some fucking monkey that's running around the forest that's true i mean the forest is such a like deep dense it's place like huge yeah the pacific northwest it is yeah. forest and isn't california like california forest yeah so the chances of there being like some type of like tall monkey humanoid looking species i don't think it's too far-fetched right i'm not gonna invest my time to look for it <laughs> yeah. but i mean if they were to say like oh yeah there's a fucking pnw gorilla out there like i'd be like oh yeah it's probably the bigfoot that everyone's been seeing yeah the same one yeah well that's just dawn yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think to me, Bigfoot is kind of like ghost. You know, people, a lot of people claim to see ghosts, but they see something and then just automatically attribute it to something natural when there could be a logical explanation. So maybe people, I think people want to believe in the fantasy of it more than the actual possibility of it being real, which I don't blame them. I mean, a lot of weird shit happens. And like you said, we haven't discovered a lot of what's in the forest and stuff. So maybe there's some giant apes walking around. Yeah, the only reason why I feel like this one could actually be somewhat plausible is because it's not like we're saying this is a 50-foot dragon that flies. Yeah. Like, this is could be like a, a animal that you see. Yeah. Like, the, a real animal. You know what I mean? Like, something close to like a... Like, we used to have giant sloths on North America. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, shit like that. Um, there's gorillas in Africa right now. Like, yeah. these are not too made up. All they're doing is pretty much saying that there is a big animal that's in other... Uh, continents that just happen to be in the woods in North America. Right. Yeah. And the only Squatch we acknowledge is uh, the one from the Sonics. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's in the realm of possibility. This is not like we're, we're questioning something like, like you said, really super, super, super natural, right? It's mm-hmm. just, it could be a possible animal that's just out there. It's not like we're saying that it fucking beamed itself here exactly. and is doing all this crazy magic or anything like that. This It's, it's in, the, in the realm of possibility. Yeah. Uh, picks of the week. Picks of the week. How many you got this week? I got one. Okay. It's a movie called The Hummingbird Project. It's on Netflix. Really fucking dope. It's with Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, yeah. I finished most of this. Did you like it so far? Uh, it's... It's a different type of movie. Yeah. I will say it's very like into like intellectual thinking movie. It's not like as action packed. 
Yeah, yeah, I will say that. It's but um Jesse Eisenberg is usually in movies like that, like The Social Network. This is that yeah. that's what this reminds me of, even though it's not really the same thing, but you get what I mean, like along that same kind of storytelling. It reminds me of Wolf of, Wolf on Wall Street from a different angle. Without yeah, without all the vulgarity and drugs and well it's pretty much the same concept it's just not in the brokerage offices mm-hmm. the whole plot of the story is they're trying to get this fiber optic line from new york to kansas i believe yep. straight shot line and fiber optics shoot light and the light carries information and if they can get this information from the stock brokers from new york to kansas in one millionth of a second faster than everybody else they're bound to make millions of dollars right so the whole movie is about how they're getting this pipe in there and they have to like, you know, cut through people's houses, cut through mountains, yeah, get all this shit. And there's this guy that's funding this and they don't want to like not do it because he's funding them like billions of dollars. Yeah. This shit. It's interesting, man. Sama hikes in it. Yeah. Oof, oof, oof. Still bad after all these years. Yeah. You know, spicy Spanish woman. I love him. Yeah. She's, I the, love him. she's the bad guy in this. Yeah. Which makes it even better. Makes it her even better in this. Yeah. My favorite movie of hers definitely was Blow. I don't think I've seen that one. That was with... Um, Johnny Depp? Yeah. I have you seen, seen Blow before? No, I have it on my list on Prime, though. Bro, I'm telling you, if you watch that movie tonight, that'll be one of your favorite movies ever. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'll watch it's it. It's one of those movies that I didn't watch till later in life, and as soon as I saw this, I was like, dude, this is one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I got two this week. Okay. So, I got this Everlast conditioning punching bag. It's okay. like a uh, speed bag, so it's like a... There's a base, and then it's like a stands up to like five six it's just a bag that you hit and it recoils mm-hmm. uh, i've been doing workouts on it just at home workouts dude it's pretty intense i've been kind of sore the last couple days but it's really good for cardio um it's like a hundred bucks at i think i got it at big five that's dope yeah we just, got a hanging bag i need to fucking use that shit yeah dude, and it just makes uh it just makes working out a lot more fun like yeah. when boxing or doing something like that rather than just doing fucking push-ups so yeah yeah i turn the music on and yeah and the other one was uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 for the PS4. Nope. Um, I beat it in like three days. It's, <laughs> it's not a lot. Like it's, yeah. There's only like eight levels. but uh, And it gets pretty... It's a lot of the same thing. Mm-hmm. But, redundant. Yeah, it's very redundant. But it's pretty fun. Um, definitely a lot of nostalgia with it because it, you know, it was from the old consoles. Uh, yeah. This cool is the game. one that has the the park where it has like the airplane in it where you go across the propeller. It's the, yeah, the helicopter. Like, or helicopter. That's the air. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Dude. So yeah, they have well, it's so it's Tony Hawk one, and then they have the the number two in it too, and that's the one with the helicopter. Yeah, uh, that yeah, was my favorite too. It's pretty fun, especially if you have like kids, like with Weston. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be a fun game to play with your kids because it's like super nostalgic of when we were kids. So yeah, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah, those were my two picks. Since uh, I'm not gonna be in a PS5 anytime soon because yeah. all that shit going on. Dude, these, that's wild. Did you see some people were paying like fourteen hundred dollars for PS5? I'm good. Like, dude, you can get one in like three weeks yep, for five hundred bucks again. Like, I don't know. Why. Even if I have to wait till January, I don't care. It's yeah, I'm gonna wait till that's serious. Yeah, I want really uh, that serious. If I'm gonna pay five hundred dollars for a system, at least give me an extra game or a controller or something. Exactly. Like that. Or a fucking like, give me a year of free PlayStations. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that too. I hella want a, a PSVR too, so I'm like, I just want that bundle, so then mm-hmm. I could justify spending the extra 400 bucks on a VR system. Yeah, but I also want, if I'm gonna get the PS5, I want a new TV too. Yeah, because they're saying that like to get the best out of your PS5, you need like a 4K TV. So, so like, much money. Zachary does not. So much money. But if you'd like to donate to Zach's uh, PS5, go fund me. Yeah, my cash app is. Yeah. Uh, shoutouts. Shoutouts. You first. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to say shout out to all the men and women of the armed forces uh, that continue to sacrifice their safety and mental health, which is incredibly important for the betterment of our country. Of course, sacrifices they made are not only seen but felt deeply appreciated. 
Uh, with that being said, I also want to say rest in peace to Vanessa Guillen. We're not just going to forget about after this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to any of the armed forces out there, huge appreciation from us. I mean, you don't always have to agree with war or anything, but you should always respect the troops to some extent. For sure. Or to any extent, actually. I don't know why I said to some extent, but yeah. Um, my shout out this week is for all the people that are doing the COVID vaccine trials. Yeah. I feel like a, we're, no one's really talking about them. But their small step of trying out <laughs> these fucking drugs is going to be a big deal for a lot of people at the end of the day. You know what I mean? For sure. I wouldn't personally do it. Nah. That's why I'm shouting them out because you guys are low-key taking bullets for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Right. So. And you don't know, like, they're putting it through the trial phases. So I've seen, like, there's been a person that's passed away. There's mm-hmm. been a person that's got severely sick. So mm-hmm. A lot of them are getting severely sick. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Couldn't pay me enough. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. Because um, what you guys are doing is going to help a lot of people. Though. Mm-hmm. You guys are making a sacrifice for everybody. It's really dope. Uh, and also, wanted to say rest in peace to Alex Trebek, for sure. Yeah, speaking of that, did you see um, LeVar Burton is going to be Oh, God, they're the going to next... say LeVar Ball, and I was like, no. please, no. LeVar Burton is going to be the next um, Jeopardy. Who's LeVar Burton? Breeding Rainbow. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. LeVar Burton. That's so weird. I always forget some of these guys that like are classic uh, characters from the nineties have like the craziest names, like Lavar Burton or like Screech's name is Dustin Diamond. Interesting. Um, what was uh, uh, what's the dude with the glasses that always used to to annoy his neighbor? Black oh, guy. Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel. What's his real name? It's like uh, Jal- Jaleel White. Jaleel. Yeah. <laughs> like some of these like crazy names. Jaleel. Yeah, shout out to them. But yeah, rest in peace to Alex Trebek, man. Decades and decades of providing people with entertainment. Good, wholesome entertainment yeah. that would teach people a lot. And also, there were some ones that you would hit one of those categories and you'd feel like a fucking genius. Like, oh man, I could definitely kill this show. Then you go to the next one and it just lights out. Bro, I saw a video of him and it was like behind the scenes of commercial takes for Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And he's just fucking cussing, yeah, bro. I saw that same one. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's dope. Like, he's like not this square ass that he looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not saying that he was corny or anything. I'm just like, oh, there's a whole nother side of him that was probably dope as shit, too. He wasn't the polished version behind the camera. Yeah. Which is dope. I always like seeing people that have to be the super polished version of themselves in front of the public being like a little off the cuff off camera. Yeah, that's why I want to talk to Russell Wilson. I'm like, I know that's not you, bro. I know you're different off camera, bro. I'm not going to say that because I want to get him on the podcast. I'll say, yes, you do. So come and argue with us. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean. Um, or just like the people that hold themselves to be like holier than now to find out that they're, they're really like, not scumbags, but they might be doing some wild shit in the background. Like, and I'm not even equating this to Chance, but like Chance has a super holy image about himself. So when mm. I, when you find out like back in the day, he used to be like addicted to hardcore drugs. It's like, damn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, shout out chance. Shout out chance. Uh, yeah. And uh, no structure podcast.com. Uh, no structure pod one for the Twitter. No structure podcast for the uh, Instagram. Uh, Tuesdays and Fridays on YouTube, Google, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Yes, sir.